1: Jason Gordon here. Right now we have Dr. Sydney Nelson back with us all the way out there in D.C., which I still have to go visit, but we digress. We'll get there one of these days. Um, first and foremost, welcome back.
2: Hey, how are you doing? Thanks for having me back. It's always awesome. Always great. Wonderful of
1: opportunity. Of course, of course. And just like I said, you guys got some good sunlight going on. We got some good sunlight going on over here.
2: We all good. Everybody's good. We by coastal with the sun right now, so that's good.
1: I know, that's right. Now, last time we talked, you let me know that you are a bulldog.
2: Yes. Any okay. dog in the house. Yes. So
1: before we get into the techna- the technicalities of today's topic, which is yes. sleep yes. and its relation to health, I want to give you some time to talk about your bulldog experience real quick and also see some pictures of what you missed from their 100-year anniversary.
2: Oh, that's awesome. I get to show off some of my bulldog pride. So, Garfield High School, where I went to in Seattle, in the CD, um, had his centennial celebration this past weekend. It brought out a lot of people, a lot of alum. Um, it was an awesome event. Um, as, as you know, Quincy Jones is actually a um, a, a past um, Garfield High School student. He gave like a special speech. It's on it's on the um, Internet. You can check that out. But it's a good time to bring a lot of people together. A lot of classes came together. It actually, was the class of nine twos. Um, 30 year um, celebration. So it kind of coincide at the same time. Um, I think it's a good, good way to show that, you know, there are strong schools, public schools in the cities. Garfield High School is a public school. I think, you know, I feel like I got a good education. I know a lot of my friends did. And so it's just awesome to see the celebration and see that the new people coming through, the newbies and just, you know, that that culmination of just happiness and joy um, sitting around this, this iconic um school in Seattle is great. I mean, you know what I did today? I said, listen, I'm, I'm going to put on my old school sneaks. Hey. I'm put my on for this to represent. Remember, I was in a uh, sophomore year. These came out. So, you know, purple and white, that's our colors. And it was just good to see everybody happy and smiling. So I appreciate you uh, showing some photos there.
1: Of course, of course. Shout out to uh, our photographer, Jordan, for pulling up and going down there and getting those photos from us. Um, me, I didn't go to Garfield. I wanted to, but my dad said no. Um, I, was, I am blaming you for this every chance I get because my heart was set on Garfield. Grew up in the CD, so that's where I was supposed to go. My dad was like, eh.
2: You, yeah, know. you know, I, 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 you know, I don't want to rub it in. You kind of missed out on a great experience, but that's okay, though. You know that, you know. I
1: did, but honestly, I'm not gonna sit here and play my experience. I didn't going to Cleveland High School, so I was Gucci. Oh, I'm gonna,
2: <laughs> oh, some good friends in
1: Cleveland. So, um, so real quick, Doc. Um, yeah. sleep. Okay, you have things like sleep apnea. Is that how you say it? Sleep apnea. Yeah,
2: that's correct.
1: Um, You have things like for me, I know that I'm constantly on the move. I'm constantly like lately I've done more traveling than I've ever actually done. So getting my sleep patterns back on has been absolutely wild, which kind of makes me just feel groggy throughout the day or my motor skills are a little bit off. Things aren't really clicking. Sometimes I'll see something and I just... I feel like I'm a little bit more irritable than I need to be. And I'm like, oh, I just need a nap. This coffee is not giving what it needs to give.
2: I'll take that moment.
1: For me, I feel like sometimes I wonder what else I can be affecting in my life, whether it be yeah. health wise or if it really just is like a whole mental situation for me when I'm not getting this proper sleep. Like, for example, today I went to sleep at like four in the morning and woke up Ooh. at night.
2: Ooh, shame on <laughs> you. <laughs>
1: I guzzled down a whole thing of coffee and uh, bolted out the door, yeah, and
2: I've been
1: doing that a lot lately, so I don't know if I'm like doing anything disrespectful to my body doing all of this, but yeah, give us the tea on not giving so getting this, is, this is good I mean,
2: you gave me a good example i can I can use you for the example, right ah, yes. <laughs> So, no, we've definitely done some studies. You know, it's interesting. the realm of sleep, there's a lot of theories, right? Because we truly haven't just nailed certain things about sleep. But we have found that sleep is related to several health illnesses, actually. So it's very important to get your sleep. Now, with the uh, American Academy of Sleep Medicine, what they've proven is that you need to get about over seven hours of sleep, really. Um, Anything under five is actually sleep deprivation. So you want to get about over seven hours of sleep. Now, what we found is when you're not getting sleep and when you're having what we call insomnia or you're having sleep depri- deprivation, there's some problems that can come with that. Um, one is hypertension. Uh, we've shown that hypertension is related to not sleeping. Um, so you, you want to make sure that you know, you're getting sleep to prevent yourself from being at risk for hypertension or high blood pressure. Now, interesting enough, there's some theories as to why you need to sleep, right? So we're like, so why do I need to sleep? Why do I get hypertension if I don't sleep? So there's, there's a couple of theories out there. There's this restorative theory, which is saying that um, while you're sleeping, what you're doing is your cells are restoring themselves. You're cleaning out toxins. You're getting rid of stuff from the day um, that needs to get you know, rid of so that you can function the next day. Um, so that's kind of the restorative theory behind it. There's mm-hmm. also out here a theory of plasticity. And it just means that when you're sleeping, your brain has a chance to kind of just make everything concrete that you experience through the day. So your memories and thoughts and stuff like that. That's when you do that. When you're sleeping, you just make them concrete. So there's a couple of theories out there. Um, some people say it's one of these things. If you believe in evolution, we evolved out of because you know at nighttime, you know if you were you know running around in the dark, there's a lot of things that could harm you. You know, so mm-hmm. you know you'd be more susceptible to predators and um, um, calamities if you're walking around or wandering around at night. So it was a time for us to kind of sleep, chill, and be ready for the daytime. We can see things and see danger. Was so that
1: kind of like how, say I break my ankle, which I've done, and yeah. when you go to sleep, your ankle is throbbing from using it all day. And then when you wake up in the morning, that's usually the smallest that it is during the day.
2: Yeah, that's it's that restorative quality so that, you know, when you're laying down, your body's not, the blood flow is slower. And so your swelling is coming down. There's not as much edema in that foot. And so it's that restorative quality. It's allowing your body to heal. Now, mind you, just think how much longer you would have to heal if you spent the next three, four days just on a binge, non-sleep stretch. You know, that swelling would be there. You probably cause more damage.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense.
2: There's also another thing that's been related to sleep, too, or lack of sleep. We've also found that, you know, for men that, you know, there's decreased testosterone levels um, from lack of sleep, especially for people that have problems going to sleep. Those first three hours are crucial to that. So um, there are studies that relate to that. Um, also obesity, it's been found that if you don't sleep, um, you're at risk for obesity. It, this one's a little more theoretical, but the theory behind it is that, um, there's hormones that are released that you're messing the regulation of. And so by not sleeping, those hormones go off and you have an increased wanting to um, eat during the daytime and you're, you're, you're not just wanting to eat, you're also trying to get high calorie foods. And so, um. Yeah, you're setting yourself up for obesity So that's another thing connected to it And so what did we say? We said we have obesity We have hypertension, so There's also been studies showing that there's a Four times, four times risk Of having an MI, which is a Heart attack, um, from sleep Deprivation, so Yeah. Yeah
1: But that still makes a lot of sense, because at that point, your stress level is a little bit different. Like I was watching a video and this lady was saying that, you know, when you don't get sleep, you just think that you're not getting sleep. But in reality sometimes you might read a message from a friend that's like, and you're like, hey, you want to hang out? And then the friend is like, no, you know, I'm, I'm a little busy. I wish I could. And then you might take it personal because yeah. you can't properly process what's going on. When in reality, it's like, no, I really just have like five other things to do right about yeah.
2: now. Very simple. It's your interpretation. I can tell you personally, you know, going through residency and, and coming out of that and then, you know, when I first started practicing medicine, I practiced as a hospitalist or a hospital doctor. And so what we had is every six weeks, we do a shift where we're doing night shifts. And so for seven days straight, I'd go in at 7 p.m. and stay until 7 a.m., come home. And I'm, you know, I'm one of those people, if the sun's out, I need to be doing things. So it was very hard for me to sleep during the day. And so I would probably get three or four day, you know four hours of sleep. And I literally turn into this mini demon by the end of the week because I just wasn't getting that sleep. It changed my mood. It changed my whole aspect on things. And I'm a nice guy, I think. But I, I would completely alter um, and it was just this lack of sleep. It would just change me.
1: Wow. Do you have any like recommendations for people that feel like they don't know how to go to sleep after a long day? Like for me, say if I'm like up until two in the morning because I've been like editing all day right. and I feel like mentally stimulated and then all of a sudden I can't like lay down and rest for two hours. Do you have like at least three quick tips to give people to relax and actually get that sleep?
2: Yes, yes, definitely, especially with this era just of Instagram, social media, you know, working hard, working hard at night, at home, sleep deprivation and just lack of sleep is, you know, technology is kind of added to it. And so what we need to do is reduce our screen time. That is so key and so important for people to reduce your screen time. That means that you have to, before you go to sleep, give yourself at least an hour where you're not looking at your computer, you're not looking at your phone, you're not scrolling through Instagram, seeing if you missed anything where you are just devoid of that screen um, at least one hour before you go to sleep. Also, you know, don't eat late. You know, eating late can also kind of um, disrupt your sleep cycle. And then thirdly, just making sure that you're not doing any heavy exercise or anything right before you go to sleep. You want to have a break in time before, you know, high physical activity um, so you can give yourself a chance to kind of wind down. So those would be the big three. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, I, when I was going to the gym faithfully Which I have to start doing Because I've gained a lot of weight um, I would have the tendency To go to the gym at night yeah. And I would just feel like It was easier for me to focus on what I was doing But I'm not going to lie I would go home, I'd cook And yeah. then you I'm like You
2: know, the thing is is Let's be real, right? Adulting, you know, I'm really big on adulting oh. And just managing that Adulting is hard. Sometimes late at night is the only time you have to work out. Right. Yeah. But you also have to realize that that's going to affect your sleep. So um, you just really got to just kind of work it out and you know do what's best for you. But we definitely know that lack of sleep is going to cause illness and, and issues. So you just want to be more aware and more cognizant of that.
1: All right. That is a mental note. And for everyone that gets mad at me when I wake up at 11 o'clock, I'm supposed to wake up at 11 o'clock if I went to sleep at 4 a.m. Yeah, you need
2: your seven hours. You need your seven <laughs> hours minimum.
1: Dr. Nelson said I need my seven hours. I don't want to hear it.
2: Doctor's <laughs> order. tell them, Doctor's order. Put it on me.
1: They really judge me. I'm like, dude, I went to bed at like 4 a.m. What do you expect? Like, I got to like... Rejuvenate. Yeah, you, re,
2: you need to listen you need to regroup you need to restore they even say for even you no know, teenagers man they even need more time they say teenagers usually need about 12 hours of sleep so sleep is good it's just figuring out where to get that time you figure that out let me know <laughs> yeah, wow,
1: wow. okay well I want to thank you again for coming in Dr. Nelson of course you'll be back with us I want to say well obviously this is going to air this upcoming week so week you next. Yes, <laughs> We're recording this on a Friday, but this yes. will be airing to everyone else on uh, Tuesday. So um, until you come back, make sure that everyone knows where to find you at on social
2: media. Yes, you can find me I'm on Instagram at roundaway doc. I'm sorry, roundaway doc. Sorry, you can find my Instagram. You can also find me on Twitter. Check me out, the roundaway doc
1: awesome awesome thank you so much dr nelson and of course you guys until next time you already know what i always say keep that energy high and also make sure you take a nap if you need to
0: (laughs) throw the trajectory of your whole career off and like it's not even like i'm not even going to fault them sometimes like it just happens but like finding yourself is saying no to things that make sense or make money sometimes you know what i'm saying like we've said no to tours where i look back and i'm like i probably should have taken that tour but at the end of the day like I think that artist is corny, and I think in 10 years from now, we will not be, that That won't even be okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey there, it's
3: Trey Holiday. And of course, Vesa and I had to take a trip back to Market Street Shoes to grab some items. They always know what to show us. And let me tell you, we both spent quality time to be sure we collected some amazing additions to our wardrobes. They have some of the most unique bags, shoes, and accessories. I mean, the whole shebang. It's always a good time when I get to shop with my girl, Vesa. Make sure you go check out Market Street Shoes, y'all, and you too can walk out with some dope gear.
1: Hey guys, Vesa Gordon here. Um, I probably should have told Travis that I was going to actually start right now, but How y'all doing? No,
0: we're good. How you doing? Hey, thank you for having me. I'm
1: good. I'm good. So look, you guys, I, as you probably know, haven't had Travis in the studio. Well, actually, not. I've never had you personally in the studios Yeah, never, Never. Last time we talked, we were at Converge and it was so long ago that we have a new studio. We're not even in that yeah. same location anymore. I remember that. I was
0: just telling him outside we was at Converge. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so you have to actually we have to get you down there one of these right. days to come in so that way you can see the infinity wall. And then that way I would you can love see it. like the new banners. Like I it's would a love whole it. built-in situation That's now. <laughs> That's
0: fire. I like it. I like it.
1: Okay, so look, first and foremost, I want to congratulate you on being someone like myself from the PNW. You threw the first pitch at the Mariners game. I did.
0: I did. Thank you. And it was not, it was a strike, right? It was a strike. It was pretty good. Let me t- let me ask you this. Was that a goal of yours? Oh, yeah. I've been trying to throw the first. I grew up playing baseball, too. So I've been trying to throw the first pitch so, forever.
1: Like, you've imagined it then.
0: Oh, yeah. I've, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you grow up in Seattle, you grow up at, like, you know what I'm saying When you're playing little games Of like wiffle ball You know what I'm saying You look at uh the your friends And you go like Bottom of the night Safe code da, 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 You know what I'm saying like, Okay
1: pause I said Travis Scott You why did. did Why did he like Choke
0: <laughs> I didn't know if you were Going to cut it all up Look I smoke weed Like everybody else Hey okay? I'm right there with you <laughs> Nah What so you on radio and you had to say Travis first. It's an instinct to say Scott. I'm not tripping. I'm not. I'm really not. I, don't fuck. I just saw JC. He I said looking at him. I looking at him like I JC hands that. me a whole note. No, I was, no, I got you. No, I, I just we didn't have want, I don't. Want to in the nah, I don't want to fuck up your flow.
1: In the building, not mad. Your flow, dog. For me, with tinglings like that, With people say your name wrong respect my name hey no I feel all I feel, them asaps you, you know, know one, you. you're not gonna say
0: asap rocky when it's asap verg like you know real shit hey thank you i appreciate you no real one real one no, thank you
1: but travis thompson i'm here how
0: <laughs> real life
1: what was it like your first time that you imagined throwing that pitch
0: oh well yeah I, I, as a kid growing up in seattle playing baseball you you dream of I know it's called T-Mobile Park, but for me, it was Safeco. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I've dreamed of hitting the Safeco mound my entire life. And I don't know. None of it really hit me, the nervousness. None of it really, like, meant anything until I stood there. Until they go, Travis Thompson. You walk and walk and you stand up there getting ready to throw the pitch. And you look around and it's like a stadium. It's it's a trip. It's like, it doesn't even feel real. You know what I'm saying? And it's over like that, which kind of wow. sucks. You know what I'm saying? But it was it was beautiful, man. It was awesome.
1: I want to so okay, if I were to say what my imagination moment is for me, you know, throwing a pitch somewhere. Yeah. It would have to be raising the twelfth. Flat 12th man yeah. flag at the Seahawks like yeah I've envisioned that so many times yeah no but I if feel it you doesn't happen I'm just gonna be like so this manifestation thing just doesn't work it, uh, yeah no like I mean, is that yeah. what you're like this just the universe work. is
0: out to get me if I'm not raising this 12th man flag for sure like, no I feel you I'm right there with you and and a Sonics halftime show so like a first pitch in a Mariners game the 12th man flag and we don't have the Sonics but a Sonics halftime show would mean would be like the trifecta of growing up here you know what I'm saying well, you know what I heard. Hey, you don't him me I'm it Well, we can say what, we all, what everybody knows, which is that there
1: are NBA lockers in climate.
0: Okay. I didn't know we could say that. I didn't know we could say they that. They talked about it on the news. Oh, for real? Yeah, oh, somebody has talked about
1: and it and they've tweeted to, about it.
0: I went to like a rich basketball, like hockey party, like a bunch of investors and stuff. And they were like, if the Kraken do well, we're getting the Sonics. And I was like, oh, for real, it's like that? And they were like, the Kraken are doing well. And I'm like, okay, what? It's like that? Okay. So, hey, shout out to some Halftime show on the way. On the way. <laughs> is it is. You feel me? I met the moose. I now need to meet the Sasquatch. You know what I'm saying? Not the <laughs> Yeah, the Sonic Sasquatch. You don't even remember that one. Exactly. Exactly.
1: I remember everyone that used to walk around like the Sasquatch.
0: Oh, for sure. Do you remember the dudes who used to slang energy drinks outside of Key Arena for the Sonic games too? Do you remember that? Like the rock stars and monsters and they used to just like, they were very aggressively selling energy drinks outside. Anyways, that's legendary. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll get there
1: quick confession i've never been to one of the sonics you've never been to a sonics game i've never been to a seahawks game either
0: whoa okay and you work here you probably get free tickets thrown at you all the time You're, they don't come give on. me shit okay for real okay bet okay bet well, you know what?
1: i i lie they do give me some tickets but when it comes to things like you know
0: the things you really want to go to <laughs> yeah i know i feel you I like feel i can you. get
1: concert tickets all day long but i'm trying to get like trying to see know. lebron at
0: the crossover i'm trying to you know and i'm you right know, there with you Teddy. You right know? There. <laughs> and then yeah. when lebron
1: yeah. was here i was freaking in portland
0: <laughs> bro i i got to the door like through like the door and they're like shut down the whole thing shut down I'm like oh oh yeah but i guess we just gotta get we just gotta get popping for real because this this kind of thing I, this wouldn't happen if we was popping for real you know
1: what I'm saying? You know what? I have to ask you about that in terms of being like Poppin' For Real and, you know, things that would be different if we had certain things in place. For Man. example, Portland Hip Hop Week. You saw that I was out there. Okay, yeah. And I, to my knowledge, we don't have anything like that here. You know what I'm saying? I've
0: never, I've never even heard of Portland Hip Hop Week. What's Portland Hip Hop Week? So, Portland Hip Hop Week, let me tell you.
1: Basically, what it is, is it's a week that's put together by DJ OG1. Oh yeah. And it's every year. I think I actually, you know, I think they skipped maybe a couple years because of the pandemic, but either way, they bring together different people in hip hop in Portland. And it's not just like a weekend of concerts. It's also literally a weekend of celebrating people and giving them their flowers. Like but his whole hard. thing was like, yo, I feel like people need to get their flowers while they're still here. Give I them that, that appreciation right that. now. And so, although he's over the whole event he doesn't make it about him like he gave out so many awards to different people and that's actually beautiful. had a real award for them damn he had a showcase called that's flip Sick. and flow for different okay. producers okay so okay that's, that's dope that work. that's dope they take the beat they flip the beat and then the producer wins something it's like a beat battle exactly okay then artists do the same thing with that beat but they make their music to it
0: oh wow and then it's like a song battle Whoa, that's hard. So I was fortunate enough to be one of you were the judges. Judge? Oh, yeah, that's Yeah, OG won the answer the day before. Okay, but that's hard. And
1: he was like, you want to be a judge? I was like, yeah, I'm down. So with the artists, this is what they won. And this was so dope. They won radio play. Yeah. They won studio time. Yeah. Some money. And they also won trailblazer play because OG1 oh, is the fire. DJ for the trailblazers. I
0: love that. That's so hard.
1: And I just feel like, we're missing things like that here for our local hip hop community. And I'm always the one that tell people you guys got to get out of Seattle. If you want to make it like you can do certain things here, but once you go viral, get out of here, like go make those connections because
0: yeah, that's one of them things too, where I always, I always feel like it's a double-edged sword of like, I, when I tell people, I tell people to stay in Seattle as long as they can, or as long as they have to, you know what I'm saying? Like build your base here. There's get your chops up here there's not many other cities where you can get opening slots like this. There's not many other cities where you can like the studios available like this. There's not many. So it's like stay here for as long as you can. Cause as soon as you get to LA, they're not playing at, they're like none of those like, like cheap photo shoots, none none of the cheap videos, none of like the, none of that's happening. You know what I'm saying? So I'd be telling people to stay here, but as soon as you have like any type of acclaim or buzz, you got to go spread your wings for sure. I get what you're saying though. Yeah, yeah totally. Absolutely. You have to, You literally have to, because like, like you said, things like that don't exist here.
1: And then also Seattle can be a little crabs in the barrel esque, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I dealt with that for a really long time for a super long time, but it's, I don't know. I always feel, I always feel like a lot of, people in Seattle complain about that, but they're not really doing nothing. So I'm like, do you
1: feel like once you finally started going viral, that was when you were able to toss, like just turn the barrel over to where it's like, you can be the crab, but I'm just going to let you crawl around because I feel like, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like out here and maybe it's like this in other cities, I don't freaking know, but it will be very crabs in the barrel. I'm going to try to like cut you off of certain things Mm. until you go viral, until you get that industry cosign. And at this point, it's like people know that there's nothing that they can do about it. So they might as well just get on board.
0: Yeah. In my head, it's always been like, Seattle, I wouldn't even say it's crabs in the bucket, but it's just like, no one's ever satisfied. Nothing's ever cool enough for anybody. You know what I'm saying? And everyone wants to feel like their version of Seattle. If it's not being represented, then it's not it. And it's like, but when you go to like the Bay area or something like there's so many artists that have laid like a blueprint for how this, how how like the different levels of this game go. You know what I'm saying? Seattle doesn't really have that. So it's either you're the thing or you're lame. There's nowhere to exist in the middle in Seattle. So I just think as a city, we need to come together more and take pride. Like people are like, even I'll see a viral video from someone from Seattle go viral on TikTok, And then all the comments are people from Seattle shitting on Seattle. And it's like, have some pride, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like kind of like have some local, like, I don't know, be proud to be from here. Cause there's definitely dope things going on. And if you don't feel like they're dope, then be dope. And if you feel like your version of the city isn't being represented, then please go put something out and contribute. You know what I'm saying? But we're not gonna get anywhere if constantly everything is cool for like three months and then we're over it. You know what I'm saying? Like, even like, was there a real moment where Blueberry Fago, the whole city was excited about it? No. Nope. If but anything, I'm like, the that whole song's just as big. On, it? If that song's just as big as Nirvana songs. And regardless of how you feel, respect numbers, respect movements. You know what I'm saying? So, like, at the end of the day, yeah, are people in Seattle crabs in a barrel? but the same people saying that are the same ones calling things lame. The same ones being like, oh, that event is cooked. We don't do that no more. We did that last summer. And it's like, what are you doing, bro? What are we doing out here? Like, we're not going to get anywhere. Like, I wouldn't even say it's crabs in a barrel. I'd say like crabs, is, crabs who are too cool for the barrel. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what no one's ever satisfied. So like, that shit's frustrating. But at the end of the day, the fan base is here. The cool kids just talk the fan base they don't they're not on twitter they're not honest they don't really care the people who are really showing out for these things are going to show out so as long as you find them you're cool but yeah the scene of it all gets very corny and embarrassing sometimes you know what i mean
1: Oh, it's absolutely embarrassing. Especially (laughs) when I was in Portland, there was a guy, I forget what his name was, but he was doing the flip and flow and he was performing his song and he didn't send the right beat over. So his beat for his, for his song to like rap over was only 30 seconds, but it was supposed to be about three minutes. Mm. So he was like, oh my goodness. You know, like I'm like, he was like, I was supposed to like, he starts like rattling off like how he was supposed to send a certain beat, but he sent the wrong one and he goes, it's cool. I'm going to just keep going. Literally something that I've never seen in Seattle, everybody starts clapping they like like they, okay. they created a beat like for him to got keep this going okay, people were like yeah. banging they were snapping and he was able to finish his whole song okay. and then everyone just cheered for him that's and beautiful. gave him so many props for keep going that's but i beautiful. feel like i feel like if that would have happened here in seattle people would have been like well that's embarrassing
0: yeah I, man I, you're not lying bro you are not lying but i don't know it's really hard because i've always I'm someone who reps Seattle, so almost to a detriment. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I rep this almost to a point where it's like, okay, we get it. You know what I'm saying? But I do that specifically because I feel like I'm having to make up for kids who are popping and they don't even rep it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's kids out here who, like, get millions of streams who Seattle doesn't mean anything to them. And, like, I feel you, but I super don't feel you at all. So it's like, there's, I don't know, I just feel like we need, as a city, we need to find that happy medium of, like, leveling up and understanding how this works but also having some pride and realizing where we're at you know what I'm saying
1: absolutely absolutely. especially not feeling like when people say you're from Seattle and then they're like oh what happens there let them know what happens here let them know what you're doing so people just stop thinking that we're hiking I seen a TikTok (sighs) the other day and this guy was like playing video games in his house and then it goes oh you don't look like you're from Seattle he goes oh hold on and then he puts on like some some slides and then starts pretending Uh, like he's hiking I'm like dude no I mean don't get me wrong I like being outside but not all of us are hikers and fish catchers over at pike place like what are yeah, you yeah
0: for i mean um, a lot of the people who grew up in the city haven't been hiking before like so yeah for sure. i feel you we're surrounded by forests and stuff so i get it but like yeah i know i know exactly what you're talking about you know what i'm saying and there's just i don't know there's even like a level of like when you go to venues some like these venues will treat you really whack if you're a rapper just because they like Just cause like Nirvana also played there or like Soundgarden. I'm like, for sure. I wasn't even alive last time these grunge guys played here. No disrespect, but like you're treating me with the level of like ego that I wasn't even here for. So relax, brother. We sold this out. Show us some respect. You know what I'm saying? So it's very, I don't know. We're just, it's just one of those cities, man. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of white, kind of corny sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But we're figuring it out. We're figuring it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Speaking
1: of figuring things out, let me, let me get my proper notes here roll in hulu fx show reservation dogs yes looks like your first featured episode is going down september 7th september 7th can you can you give us the tea about that greatness
0: man okay so reservation dogs is a show on hulu fx about like four native kids from the muskogee nation who are just like trying to raise money to get to california and leave the res but it's really just like the trials and tribulations of growing up on the res and stuff like that and uh when the show first came out, I hit them up and I was like, yo, if you need a song, you need anything. But like I like I said, I wasn't trying to be an actor. I wasn't trying to, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted a song. So I just hit them up to try to get music on there for hella long. And then in February of this year, they posted that they needed extras. So I was like, I just reposted it on my story. I was like, hey, everyone tell them you're trying to see me in this show. We like flooded their comments. So they were like, hey. We actually might have an audition for you if you want And I was like oh my god Like, what? Are you kidding me yes I would love to audition So I auditioned for that and it went really really well But I didn't hear anything until like The end of May beginning of June I think or something like that And then it was like you want to come to Oklahoma in three days And play this role and I'm like oh my yes bro What are you kidding me yeah so in end of May I went out and filmed for episode 7 Which comes out on Wednesday and then I also am in episode 9 which comes out in a couple weeks Yeah man
1: So let me ask you this, because obviously that is the power of not only having fans, but actual supporters.
0: Yeah, real life, too. And it's one of them things, too, where I still post now where I'll be like, hey, leave a comment or like tag somebody you repost on your story. And it's like sometimes I feel like it falls on deaf ears. But like, yo, this that one, your comments, these comments changed my life. I have like an acting agent now. We audition for things now. You know what I'm saying? It's like that changed that one story post. where I was like, oh, that's kind of corny. I don't want to ask people to like. And I just did it and it changed my life. So yeah, literally having supporters and like people realizing that their comments actually mean something yeah. was tight. You know what I'm saying?
1: How do you think that you got that kind of support? Because that's mm. not the first time that you've been like, Hey, flood these comments and they actually flood the
0: comments. Yeah, man. I, I just feel like from the beginning, I've like, I've just such a, got a goofy ass look that, you know what I'm saying? That it's just like, it's like, I can't be anyone but myself. Like it would be a disservice or it would just, it would come off hella in, like disingenuous if I tried to be anything but me so like we aggressively drove me into the ground of like this is who i am this is what i'm about i'm vulnerable this the music can be sad it can be happy it's all over the place but this is i'm just gonna put who i am and just throw it at the wall and i think that's why people relate to it you know what i'm saying it's just very much like i don't know it's all about being yourself it's all about like overcoming sadness and like following your dreams you know what i'm saying i don't know things like that so I, we've developed of when people find the music it's not just like i play this at pre-games when they find the music it's like oh this Song help me get through this thing You know what I'm saying So People are a little bit more Incentivized to help you out Because you help them out When it's like Not just the turn up song It's like the You know
1: Real quick, how did uh, Travis Thompson find himself and figure out who he was? So that way, I feel like when you're in this industry, it's so easy for you to get a management or an an agent and then they'll be like, I need you like this. Or I then envision you like this. And it's like, well, you didn't meet me like that. So let's reel this back in.
0: I think it was finding myself in the beginning was very easy. Just like I said, I couldn't be anything but who exactly who I was because it was already like I would... I got such, I got such a weird looking face where if I say something on a song, people, even if like I have photo evidence that it happened, people are like, come on, bro. That ain't, you know what I'm saying? It's just one of them things. So we never really pressed that issue. And can you rephrase that question again? What was it? What was the?
1: So, um, for example, when I interviewed Brett Barish, right? The guy over Sovereign Brands, which is Luke Belair and all that good stuff. Yep. He said that his first couple brands failed because he wasn't being true to himself. That's what
0: it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still feel like I'm I'm still trying to find myself like I still will feel like I'll look back at the past year and be like, oh, I made that decision because like I was going off of what my friends thought was dope or I was going off of what like because even even your friends and management who have the best interest for you at heart, even people who want to see you win, who would never do you dirty can just make bad mistakes and like wrong decisions and kind of like. Throw the trajectory of your whole career off And like it's not even like I'm not even gonna fault them sometimes Like it just happens But like finding yourself is saying no To things that make sense Or make money sometimes You know what I'm saying Like we've said no to tours Where I look back and I'm like I Probably should have taken that tour But at the end of the day Like I think that artist is corny And I think in 10 years from now We will not be That, that won't even be okay You know what I'm saying Like things like I don't know I've, I'm still learning to find myself So to answer the question How do you find yourself is I don't know I found myself one by just like not trying to be anything other than who I am and two, having the world like put, having the world show my own reflection a little bit of like, oh, this is how you see me. Well, that's not true. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just taking bits and pieces of how people receive me and also just not trying, you know what I'm saying? Finding myself is just really just not trying.
1: Yeah. Because if you're trying, then uh, (laughs) it's over. (laughs) You're, you're literally trying to be someone else. You're finding something else. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So I don't know. I wish I had a better answer of how I found myself. I don't know. It's really just like trial and error of just, Growing up. I'm still I'm like twenty five, so I'm you know what I'm saying. I'm still growing up trying to trying to become a better dude. You know what I'm saying? So it's just you know what I'm saying, life happens. You learn.
1: So you know, speaking of finding yourself, because that is why I like your music. Because you are you, and you're thank like you. your sound is your sound. It's not like you're trying to be anyone else. Like thank you, I appreciate you saying, you're saying that, Travis for real. Thompson. Period. Thank you, thank you, genuinely, thank you. <laughs> um, your new album, if I'm alive, that is, is releasing on September six. Can Correct. you tell us what we are getting from this album, and if it's going to be any different from your previous projects,
0: man? The if I'm alive, That it Is, It's really just like a collection of five songs, and I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and act like the project is this like super like deep and like heavy and vulnerable thing. Because with the title might suggest that, but the title is really just kind of like a comment on where the world's at right now. It was one of them things where everyone's trying to make plans. Everyone's hitting my phone every day of like or needing something, and it's just like if I'm alive, That Is. Like yeah, for sure. Well, I don't know what tomorrow's gonna look like. You know what I'm saying? Like okay, if I'm alive, that you know what I'm saying. And it also speaks on just like. We left the label this year, you know what I'm saying? So it, it took a while to, like, get that paperwork handled, and it was like, where are you at, Trav? So it's more, it kind of speaks to that, too, of, like, if I'm alive, that is, like, are you alive? Are you putting out music? You know what I'm saying? What are you doing? And then, yeah, that's, that's really about it. And also, like, the like the homie from the last interview was saying, uh, a lot of people are living, but they're not alive. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are not actually living. They're just kind of going through the motions. So it's like, that's on another, like meaning for it you know what I'm saying exactly
1: that autopilot and exactly exactly. (laughs) people really love to be on a good autopilot out here and I like that because you know if I am alive it's really almost also saying take one day at a time and live that day as much as you can and I always tell people every single day you need to do at least one thing that your future will thank you for
0: damn that's real shit at least one that's real
1: think about it you do one thing for 30 days That your future will thank you for, even if it's the same thing every day.
0: My homie told me if you don't embarrass yourself at least a little bit once a day, you are not doing anything. And I'm like, that's facts. Like if I don't if I don't walk out with a little bit of like I like my outfits a little crazy or like I said something like a little extra or if I didn't do something that day that didn't embarrass me, then the day was a waste. I didn't grow. I didn't learn anything. You know what I'm saying? So. And you didn't think make yourself
1: un- uncomfortable. You know, I was exactly talking, what was my episode yesterday? Uh, we were or earlier today. We we're talking about Kanye West and all of his rants and how he doesn't go to therapy anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, sometimes I feel like a lot of people don't want to go to therapy because it makes them uncomfortable. And I'm like, since when is change and progression ever comfortable? ever
0: comfortable? Yeah, it's not ever. supposed to be. No, not at all. Especially if you're confronting the things about yourself that you need to fix. What? Like, yeah, are you kidding me? Yeah, no, I I know. I'm I'm trying to go to therapy too. I'm 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 procrastinating on it, but it's definitely vital.
1: No, same. And, and you know what? We are we to get that together before
0: this year. <laughs> exactly, <is over. laughs> exactly. I didn't ghosted a couple of therapists. I didn't like had sessions set up, and I'm like, oh, that's weird. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> but we are gonna figure it out for real.
1: So tell us real quick, what is Rainier Our Day Festival?
0: Oh, so Rainier uh, Festival hasn't thrown it since I think like 2019 just because of the pandemic. But it's they're going to take over like all of Georgetown. Basically, they're going to shut down like the whole block of Georgetown on September 24th. And it's going to be a big like Rainier Beer Festival. Yeah, it's going to be fire. It's going to be me, the Naked Giants. I think like like Shayna Shepard and a few other people. It's going to be dope. Gonna, yeah, yeah, she's on my, I'm working on the album with Jake One right now too and we just had her on some songs. She's fire. Oh, I forgot
1: to call Jake One.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: Oh my goodness, and so Shana's going to be at uh, the event that I'm going to be at tomorrow for Pure 62 uh, Sounds. Oh, okay, bet. Yeah, yep. she's,
0: she's fire. Her voice is so crazy.
1: And it's like, it sounds good on like, on like, you know, the albums and stuff, but in person?
0: No, it's crazy. Oh. And she has one of those vocal tones that's like modern, but not you know what i'm saying it's like it's, it sounds like it's straight out of like 94 but also it like would work on like any type of beat it's fire she has a crazy voice she yeah.
1: has a huge range man Yeah, She's
0: like she'll sing in the song she'll she was singing in the booth and we were like oh that's a sample like literally we were, we're like oh we're gonna sample everything you did like we might not use those takes but we're gonna sample it because it's crazy you know what i'm saying she's fire yeah so also you have a tour coming up yeah me and rex life raj are going around the whole country Shut up Yeah exactly yeah. Okay
1: can I be the person To say that I looked at this tour And I didn't see Seattle on there
0: Yeah I, But we're, we're doing a, We're doing a screening Next weekend in, all, in an all ages release party Plus the R Day show It was like I don't know I, did, I had the I had the screening party Already kind of like Lined up for the all ages And then I had the Rainier festival So I was like I'm not gonna like I don't know I, did, I felt like I was Taking away from All of their own tickets By having too many shows On mm-hmm. one city You know what I'm saying So but I don't know. It's uh, it's also gonna be nice to have a night off on tour. It you know was saying, but I think I'll still pop out. I think I'll still pop out and do a song or something. But yeah.
1: Yeah I man, or do like a little meet and greens, a little song. I'll pop out, I'll people.
0: pop out. Yeah. People have the crocodile told me that people have been hitting them up for refunds and I'm like, nah, you should still go to the show. I'll pull up, like what you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, but no, it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time.
1: And then also you just dropped a new single. By the time that people see this, it'll be out. And yep, it's, called- it's out.
0: Paul. It's called Rudd. Paul Red with Rex Life Raj. Yes, sir.
1: Let us know a little bit about this song and if the video is coming out anytime soon. If it has come out, let me know.
0: What's it called? We so me. And I made Paul Red with this guy named Diamond Pistols. He's a producer from. Uh, I think he's from like Sammamish, or he's from like somewhere. But he's he's the one doing all like the Baby No Money, Young Gravy stuff right now. But he's a kid from Sammamish. You know what I'm wow. saying? And uh, we linked up in the studio and we made a few songs, and that was one of them. And we sent it to Rex Life or Raj. Maybe a few like few months ago and it just it just one of the songs that like me and Raj became friends he was like you have anything I'm like I have this sitting around he wrapped up sent it back in like a few days it was like me and the homies been playing it back for six months now you know what I'm saying we're gonna film a video on tour so it'll be cool I
1: freaking be cool. love it
0: thank you thank you
1: okay so to wrap this up you know I gotta do six random questions oh let's do it okay one what is your favorite read strand
0: <sighs> we probably just OG probably just a good a good OG kush a good OG kush okay
1: two have have you ever had your hair above your eyebrows and if so when was the last time
0: in junior of high school i did like the the i did like not the shave size but like a comb over thing kind of and not like saying comb over just sounds rough i don't even you know what i'm saying just saying it sounds terrible but i did like the little thing for like a week but it was just too much work it was only like 10 minutes in the morning but it was too much work i just i you know what i'm saying i just i, I grown up take a shower you hop out and you're done so yeah
1: okay uh number three have you ever caught the fish at pike place
0: Uh, no, I've never caught the fish at Pike Place. I tried to do that for the Dead Prezies video was supposed to be there at Pike Place, but I I mentioned cocaine in the song and they were like, no, Pike Place wants no part of it. So I had to go do a different fish market. So I've caught fishes, but not at Pike Place. Yeah.
1: If you could do a world tour, where would be the first place you go?
0: The first stop is Mexico City. Mexico City is the, I'm not even Mexican, but Mexico City has been my biggest fan. I'm like 10 times bigger there than Seattle. Wow. So like- yeah, like a lot, when you go to my YouTube channel, all the comments are in Spanish, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I I feel like we're bigger in I'm going to Mexico City for the first time, not for a show, but just to go kick it at the end of November, but if I could plan a show, that's the first place just cuz like they've been waiting for it. I mean, we get a lot of love down there, so I'm trying to like show it back.
1: I love it. Number yeah. 5, most painful tattoo.
0: Oh, uh, I got the middle of my chest done, like right on my sternum. And like when when they hit the middle of your bone, it's like it's like a jackhammer, it's like on the bone, but it's also your chest, so you can't breathe. So you're like, you know what I'm saying? It's like a lot. Like you were kind of like stuck and you have to like put your like a pillow on your back. So like your chest is out. It really hurt. But you know what I'm saying? That was cool. That was cool. The hand didn't hurt at all. People think the hands hurt, but they don't but yeah the chest hurt very bad yeah
1: i'm horrified as i don't have any (laughs)
0: tattoos yeah the chest is i know i have to get my stomach done here soon and like that that one looks kind of bad but there's a lot of fat there but still i'm just like (laughs) oh it looks rough it looks rough
1: last question uh give me one misconception of travis thompson
0: hmm a misconception of travis thompson i don't know One, uh, this is this is a red. This is gonna be a super localized misconception. But we have a song where I mentioned five oh nine, and people, everyone thinks I'm from like Spokane or like Yakima or something. Everyone thinks I'm from like Tri Cities or like Eastern Washington, and it's and I'm like, hey, I got love for y'all, but that's not where I'm from. I'm from over here, you know what I'm saying? But hey, that's a misconception. I don't know. Another misconception is, hmm, I don't know. A misconception maybe would be that like we. Musically can't focus on one thing Or just musically that it's not like The sound hasn't been like locked down to one thing But I think that just kind of speaks to Seattle You know what I'm saying Like we've never stuck to one sound There's no no one Seattle type thing So it's like I don't know I think that's almost been a detriment sometimes in my career It's like oh we're all over the place But I kind of like that about us You know what I'm saying So yeah
1: well, that's the part of art, you know? Like, you're not supposed to be in a box. That's exactly. why it cracks me that's up when people are like, Drake is doing this kind of music. He's a freaking artist. He's supposed to. Oh my mama,
0: bro. It's really not that far of a stretch either, too. It's not. Yeah. And I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And now everyone is over here bumping the songs. I'm like, see, that's what happens when you don't smoke before you listen to music. <laughs> oh, God, for
0: <laughs> real. No, when we put out Dead Prezzi's, too, it was like, because uh, it's just a super, like, Bay Area influenced song. You know what I'm saying? Like, the like bass line is like, almost like, tell me when to go. And you, <clears throat> But it's one of the things where it's like, have you been to a Beery and Bearcat football practice in two, early 2000s? All we listened to was E-40 and Too Short. You know what I'm saying? It's one of the things where it's like, well, this is, I don't know. It's so, like Seattle is very eclectic in terms of the influence of sounds that we take. So I feel like a lot of times people are trying to figure us out. And it's like, you can't really, but that's the beauty of it. Yeah.
1: Some, okay yeah. well you guys know if I am alive that is it's currently out. So if you haven't grabbed it go grab it on all streaming platforms Please do. Please and do. of course make sure that you guys blow up Travis Thompson's social media so he can do another coaster here. Oh yeah,
0: thank you. Thank you.
1: <laughs> of course, I want to thank you for coming in and well, you already you for know having me.
0: It's family. Yes You have
1: sir. an open invitation Come on, come on. To pull I need it. I need <laughs> it.
0: Thank you. Thank you.